0: Hello and welcome to the Together B2B Marketing Podcast. This is our first Together Perspective featuring Nick Lawrence who runs the field and marketing team at Hitachi Vantara UK. He'll be having a chat with Manaz Tajani, our Client Services Director, about the science of marketing and understanding your customer. From all of us here at Together, we hope you
1: enjoy. Do you want to talk us through some of the key challenges in today's... Marketing world uh, from someone in your in your position sure, yeah, um,
0: if I think about you know my role and, and what i 'm doing, and obviously you know similarly for for others in the industry as well, I think you know the challenges ultimately sit around regulation, I think that's coming more and more into marketing uh, back in the day, you know regulation, you could pretty much email mail call anybody without any kind of you know implications whatsoever so now we live in a world where you know every little interaction you have with a customer has to be um, intrinsically looked at and documented and you know obviously with with complex regulation you have to have permissions and, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff as well so um, yeah uh, that certainly
1: uh, adds a lot Thanks of complexity lot. would you say um just so, to jump in there would you say that with regulation it forces you to be a little bit more i would say clever but a little bit more targeted and, and make those decisions on who you should be targeting and really want to engage. And there's there's an element, I think, an element of freedom in that.
0: Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's, you know, it's, it's giving us uh, a lot more focus mm-hmm. around who we market to, how we market to them, what kind of messages we lead with, what kind of channels that people want to receive information. You know, I think that's really important to make sure you really understand your customer and think about, okay, you know, what are the different channels within which they want to receive communication? And obviously trying to, you know, use your technology platforms to be able to get the right message in front of the right people on the Right platform where they're going to consume it, basically. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think regulation is a is a big one. I think also just you know we've seen that marketing landscape change enormously over the last. I mean, I've been in the industry for for twenty years, but it's changed massively within the last five years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The, the whole kind of marketing tech stack now is just mm-hmm. far more complicated than it was. And I think you know marketing is a, it's a science now to some mm-hmm. extent, isn't it? And uh, you know we're using technology to understand the buying cycle of our customers in a way which probably five, six years ago, we hadn't really imagined we'd be able to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we've seen huge advancements there. And obviously, traditionally, it's, it's consumer space that's led that way. You know, if you think about companies like Amazon, you, you buy something online and then suddenly they're suggesting five or six things that you may want to, to purchase yeah, um, yeah. that are similar to that. And yeah, I think, we're now you know, doing that with content, right? Ab- where, absolutely. Yeah. Someone engages with a piece of content and suddenly we're presenting them with four or five different assets or materials with, you know, to support them through that buyer's journey so yeah. um so you've really got to understand your customer and the journey that they're on mm-hmm. uh, and i think you know that's 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 been a massive shift in marketing i'd say in, yeah. in the years that i've been involved
1: i think it also changes according to what your brand is selling as well i mean with for a transactional sale of a device or laptop i think the the buyer's journey is is a lot more a lot more formulaic um, yeah. and stage driven but i think when you're selling services and ultimately storage and hardware, but it's a strategic play. It's a, it should be a strategic conversation, a strategic purchase, and it's it's how does that buyer's journey then have the ability to be agile and be able to adapt and, and react to to different ways that people consume content? Yeah, And well, I think you know if I if I think about the role of of us as marketeers, I mean, it, you
0: know, the, the the remit of Hitachi Vantara is we we go into organisations and help them solve complex data problems. Mm-hmm. So. You know, very often the types of organizations we're talking to who are, you know, very large enterprise, they have data all over their business. Mm. Um, They may not necessarily know what data they've got, where it is, and they may not be able to, you know, layer it and visualize it together to create insight out of that data so you know we, we our role as, as marketing is almost to take a customer on a journey whereby they may not even know the problem they've got that they're trying to solve but you know ultimately mm-hmm. we're, we're looking at ways of to how do we in the marketing we do how do we create the dots within in terms of the individual and the and the content and the programs that they're engaging with mm. that may present us an opportunity to go and have a conversation with somebody that obviously means we've got something relevant to say to them
1: yeah yeah and how do you go about and again this is i guess a silver <laughs> bullet which you don't have to reveal on the live podcast um in case is, you know is there a silver bullet? anyone else well you're yeah, looking for it for uh, years, yeah but <laughs> absolutely absolutely I, I i guess the i guess the question around knowing that you're looking as a business for problems, reading in between those lines to find the real value that you can bring. Um, How do you then design a content strategy or a marketing strategy to really identify those? Because actually that sounds like it's a very personal thing that will be yeah. uncovered through that sales conversation ultimately it goes back
0: to what i was talking about earlier it's, it's understanding your customer mm. i mean that that's ultimately what it boils down to if if you don't understand your customer whatever brand you're in you will not be successful yeah. so you know you need to use all of the different tools and technologies available to you to help you build that that perspective of what that customer is is trying to achieve um you know where do they go to consume information mm you know, what kind of role have they got within their organization? What is the business trying to achieve overall? And how does that role play mm-hmm. a part in helping the business achieve its objectives? And I think, you know, if you can use all those different elements, then you can try and build the right campaign that allows you to get the right message across to mm-hmm. to people. So yeah, yeah, that's certainly some of the kind of principles that we we put in place within Hitachi Vantara.
1: Yeah, fantastic. It's good to, yeah, good to hear. And I can say that us as an agency as well, it's about Pushing out campaigns that are, you know, are data-driven. I think you've got the data and the tools and the the access to, to sort of digital fingerprints, if you like, of what people are doing, you know, there and readily available. Uh, I don't know. We've covered this on a previous a uh, couple of our previous ABM podcasts okay. where it's is it ever going to go back to the way it was before? There, there is almost no excuse. And um, we were actually on a panel discussion at the ABM symposium uh, a couple of weeks ago in London, and and this is a big topic of conversation that you know is ABM the way forward. Forward. And I think our position as an agency is that it's not the way forward. It's just the way. Yeah. And nothing can really go back to not using those those data principles, the data insight, whatever you're fueling um, from an email campaign through to a digital campaign through to social you know, smart targeting and learning about your customer, I think is absolutely yeah. uh, is, a, is an inherent emer- is an imperative yeah, agree,
0: and obviously you know I'm, I'm bound to say it because I, yeah. I work for a data company of course but, yeah <laughs> but <laughs> shameless pl- a shameless plug <laughs> incoming yeah so um, yeah I mean you know good marketing is all yeah. about good data basically isn't yeah it? i mean if you if you haven't got you know good data on on your customer on your products and services, on what resonates, on what mm. doesn't resonate, on why are you strong, why are you not so strong? You know, all those different elements, I think you, you've got to use all that all that data set to make yeah. the right decision about, you know, what, what to do as a business, basically. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think account-based marketing is the same, isn't it? It's all about understanding the customer and really personalising and, and tailoring specific messaging to individuals within those accounts based on what that account is trying to achieve. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely, um, yeah. So that's, you know, that's that's fundamental. And I also think as well, you asked me about what's changed. You know, the volume of data that's available yeah. to us as marketeers mm-hmm. now is, is enormous versus
1: what it was, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. which is fueling Hitachi Vantara's business, right? If uh, The more data that grows, the more you're going to need data strategists and storage to back it up and smart thinking and, and, and all the things that come with that. So Yeah, agreed. I mean, you know, absolutely.
0: Companies are grappling with that challenge all the time of, you know, how do I get different data assets and, and piece them together to create, um, you know, insightful and meaningful data that helps drive a business forward, basically. So, yeah. you know, no, no different for a CMO or um, or somebody running any other aspect of a business, basically. Data is it sits at the centre of that.
1: Yeah. Talk to me about your, your setup for managing and drawing the real insight and value from the data that you can access. Do you have a data team or do you have a chief sort of data officer or how, what's your, from a marketing point of view? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, from a marketing perspective, absolutely. We've, you know, we have a, a pretty extensive um, operations team, um, you know, range of different tech skills within that basically using different uh tools and technologies available to us right the way through the the technology stack and we're and we're basically you know constantly analyzing data in terms of um you know support and satisfaction data in terms of how we perform with our customers um looking at uh you know web interaction and how you know how customers are engaging with different content on the website um looking at all of the different activities and programs that we're running and, and understanding you know What are the different channels that customers are consuming Mm -hmm. information on, basically, um, going forward as well? Uh, You know, looking at things like, um, you know, the different kind of proposals and things that we're getting out into the market as Mm -hmm. well in terms of, you know, what are we winning? What are we not winning? Why are we not winning those deals? So there's such a vast range of data that we're using through the sales and the marketing uh, funnel. Um, but I think, you know, ultimately it boils down to the different technologies that are in place like Salesforce, Marketo. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also, you know, using tools like um, Bombora and mm-hmm. um, Priority Engine from Tech Target, you know, for, for for doing more intent data analysis yep. now on our mm-hmm. customer base. So, you know, utilizing some of those different techniques as well. And then, and then of course, you know, there's important platforms like... Um, uh, LinkedIn. So, mm-hmm. you know, we do a lot of uh, work through through LinkedIn, you know, looking at specific organizations that we're targeting, understanding the profiles and personas mm-hmm. within those organizations, yeah. you know, which of our customers are potentially active through different social media channels and mm-hmm. passing that information through to our sales teams as well. Yeah. So um yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there's such a complex, <laughs> such yeah. a complex mix of big different top, data sets. It's, um, yeah, big tapestry yeah, the of challenges.
1: Yeah. Picking the ones that that really resonate. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was that's why yeah, comfortably led on to uh, so the question of of how do you how do you evaluate the right types of tools and insights and and sort of just just data points to to actually use because I think from our side, you know, as an agency, yeah. we work with all of our clients to consult on that, and yeah. we were often the first port of call for. How we think we should shape a campaign, but also the the tools and and, and access points uh, that fuel all of that and and really give it the the dynamic data edge, yeah. but from your perspective on the client side you know the, from the senior position, how do you go about evaluating all of these different tools and, and, and things that are available to you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it is a it is certainly a challenge understanding you know, the, the, the hundreds and hundreds of different companies are out there yeah, and God, re- yeah. really getting to the bottom of, you know, what what the value is. Um, but I think ultimately it comes down to, you know, if, I, if I'm going to put a dollar in, what, what am I going to get out, basically? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we typically look around a dollar in, 12 out, that's kind of what we're looking for from, yeah. a, from a marketing perspective. So, mm-hmm. you know, I want to understand if I'm going to go and invest in a specific application or a specific campaign or pro Program? how is that application or program going to drive value for my business basically mm-hmm. what are the what are the insights it's going to give me that are going to enable me to you know accelerate time to revenue basically through mm-hmm. through uh, the, the various projects and things that we're working on yeah. so um you know obviously i'd, I'd look at uh, you know peers in the industry and, mm-hmm. and what they're doing and uh, trying to learn from some of their progress they may have made around specific uh, tools maybe it's you know, going to some of the industry conferences and things that you've mentioned. Just uh, yeah, yeah. Do you, you spend <laughs> a lot of time with
1: with with peers, or, um, or is it is it something? and I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but is it something that? You'd, you'd like to do more of, I think everyone would, you know. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, we're all embroiled in our
0: day-to-day life, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's, it's very hard to kind of, you know, get out of the mindset of the things we have to do on a day-to-day basis. But, um, you know, for anybody who's stepping into a career in marketing, I would strongly advise get out to industry things, you know, um, connect with peers on, on different social platforms and just just see what, what other organizations are doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we have a kind of principle in our organization of uh, leaders are readers, so, you know, if you're a leader, you need to be reading content and just constantly learning and developing yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whether it's going to an industry conference or um, meeting great people like yourselves or working with lots of different yeah. clients across the industry, you know, you've got to look for every opportunity to, to, yeah. to learn and understand where the industry's going because it's moving so quickly you know, you, you will you will miss yeah. out if you if you're not doing that. So yeah, um, definitely. So yeah getting to conferences, meeting with different agencies, just yeah. you know, meeting with peers, um, researching on the internet,
1: it's it's an important factor
0: of or mm-hmm. important part of being a marketeer for mm-hmm.
1: sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think they will say what makes a good client and I think a really good client doesn't need to be necessarily innovative but they need to foster innovation yeah yeah and they need to look at the people that are around them and be able to you know the the art is almost cherry picking from everything that you see in here yeah what strategy is going to work for your organization because you know it better than anyone else probably better you know, better than most agencies anyway so
0: yeah and, and i think you know the reality is is the profile i'm trying to sort of build within my team is is uh, you know we want people to be open and open to ideas mm-hmm you know, we're always in a conversation in our organization to say, well, we should go and run that campaign or we should go to that event because we did it last year. Yeah. Well, what were the results from last year? How did we, you know, what kind of, you know, back to that dollar in, 12 out, what what have we got out of it? Mm. And, um, you know, I think that's that's the mindset we want people to have, which is be open to ideas. And and obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, we challenge agencies like yourselves to challenge us with new technologies, you know, new innovations in the marketplace. And, you know, we love trying new things in in, mm-hmm. in Hitachi Vantara. You know, innovation is at the spirit of our business. So, yeah, yeah. you know, that transcends all the way through into the marketing team as well. We're we're always
1: open to, to try new things mm-hmm. and and you know, reach our audiences in different ways. Good, good. Yeah, no, glad to glad to hear it. So, to kind of bring it up a level, I suppose from your from your you know your position as uh, as an EMEA field Marketing Director, how do you find managing such a large team of different people at different pressures knowing that you know in country what works in Italy and the maturity of the digital over in that in that region will work very differently to the UK how do you manage to sort of pull all of that together in a, in a bit more of a consistent way
0: I always kind of use the analogy in in my business that uh, you know Hitachi Vantara strongly branded red the challenge I always say is, you know, everybody wants the color red, but everyone wants a different shade of it, mm-hmm. basically. So what yeah. we're trying to do is represent the brand, brand in a unified and consistent way. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, the, as long as you're getting the the, the, the tools and the, or at least the messaging of what you're trying to say as a company is clear and consistent across the geography. The channels within which people use in their respective countries mm-hmm. doesn't matter. They've got to do what's right for them, basically. So, yeah. you know, we, we would build a large campaign. Uh, let's say and all of the kind of you know the headline brand the the sort of the copy the content the assets all of that would be consistent obviously Mm -hmm. we would translate certainly um, you know in markets where we need to but the mechanisms by which the countries use to reach their audiences that's where the local expertise needs to come in Um, and you know I have a Exceptionally talented teams spread across all of EMEA who are who are doing that every day and are mm. very passionate about it. So, um, yeah. you know, you've got to be able to talk to a local customer in a in a local language. That's that's yeah. critical, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, it's about getting the balance right, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, on the on the flip side of that, what you don't want to be doing is is diluting the brand. Yeah. So um uh, so for us that's a really important line that we're always kind of walking, kind of walking uh, that, and walking that yeah. And, I, and I'm sure that's the right. same challenge for you know many
1: of my peers in the industry mm-hmm. as well and yeah, you know, same for you guys too working yeah. with many different clients yeah. Uh, yeah. all over all over the globe. So yeah, 100% yeah, definitely is that it's the it's the balance of uh, of not compromising yeah. um for the for the sort of the, the the need of the local market, you know you have to kind of retain integrity across all of it. Um, but I do think there's there is a conversation around um, be interesting to get your thought as well in the, in the wake of the digital landscape. Um, and thanks for that overview, by the way, of the team that was, that was a really kind of, you know, uh, but I think the takeaway from that, unless I'm, I'm kind of uh, misreading this though, is it's about empowering those people within countries absolutely. to be able to have that local knowledge and, and take what you may create centrally, yeah. but then add their own value into it. Uh, absolutely. And I think, you know,
0: they, they, they speak the language, they know mm. the culture, um, you know they're close to the sales team in terms of you know working on the account strategies and and so on so. Um, you know, I think empowering the people is is yeah. is, in my view, critical to any organisation. You know, regardless mm. of whether it's marketing, finance, yeah, any other department. Much so, yeah. you've got to empower your people to be successful, basically.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. I was uh, I was in discussions actually with a uh, I won't I won't name who it is. It was a oh, a, a CMO, <laughs> no, maybe off air, no. um, a CMO actually for a very very large tech firm, and and uh, he manages a team of 120 people globally. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I asked him. I said, you know how do you manage that many people and still ensure that everyone is as effective as possible? Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, I do two things because I hire great people, yep. and then I get the hell out of their way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, absolutely. He did say the yeah. third about taking credit for their work afterwards, <laughs> yeah. but you know, but I think that's absolutely key. I think surround yourself with amazing yeah, people. Absolutely. absolutely. Let them, let them do what they yeah. need to do, yeah. uh, and then you can be that filter there to make sure when it doesn't work out, or you can guide them and mentor yeah. them to, to making sure it all delivers yeah. and lands. Br- bring people in with a specialist expertise.
0: Mm. You know, Hire
1: people that are better than
0: you, people yeah. that are going to challenge mm-hmm. you on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, that's that's... That's what we're looking for within our organisation, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, you've got to challenge in the right way, and and you know, with mm. with respect. And that's one of our sort of key philosophies as an organisation. But um, we, you know, we want people to push the boundaries for sure.
1: Are you seeing the divide between brand awareness and demand gen slowly meshing, or are you still seeing a clear divide between the two? In,
0: in reality, one can't live without the other. Mm. Um, you know, you 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 need to build that visibility for your brand in order to be able to, you know, create the demand in an organization, people need to understand what you what you stand for. And I think, you know, in, in the world we live in today, it takes mm-hmm. one catastrophe to, to kill your brand, basically. So, you know, you've got to be really laser focused on obviously building that brand, but also, you know, protecting and, and maintaining that brand as well. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, absolutely critical for for organizations. So much of people's Views on a brand or a product or anything is is now carried out online mm-hmm. you 've you've, you've got to be there and responsive and be able yeah. to react to that and I think in order to answer your question is, is there a divide? No, I think the two are intrinsically linked basically yeah. um, you know we see that in a lot of the activity that we 're doing as, as as a company we are really trying to build ourselves as a a data innovation company somebody that you know really understands complex data problems inside large enterprises if you speak to the man on the street about Hitachi it's televisions camcorders video recorders etc so you know all right they may not be our audience but actually you know we are we are the the digital business of Hitachi limited Mm -hmm. now many people wouldn't even know Hitachi limited has a digital business so um so that's our our challenge as an organization is you know really building that 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 brand, but obviously, the beauty now of of the technology stack within marketing, we can be really laser focused about where we where we build that brand, yeah. Rather than wasting money around the edges, basically, yeah. And I guess it's
1: almost turning that around as well to ensuring that brand is delivering delivering the voice of customer centricity. When so many brands we see that just love to talk about themselves and this is what we do, um, you know, even if we go down to someone. You know, as, as as classic as someone like Nike, right? Yeah. Nike is just do it. It's you. Yeah. It's, your, yeah. it's your message. It's not about them. It's yeah, about this is what exactly. we want you to they're, do. They're empowering
0: think. their consumers, yeah. aren't they? And and actually, you know, to to me, one of the biggest areas I think for brands to, particularly in the in the B two B space, to take seriously, is the power of the employee. Mm. So mm. you know, many people don't necessarily want to hear from a brand specifically because there's always an element of really, mm-hmm. is that true? Is that factually correct? Whereas I think people trust people perhaps a little bit more clearly. So, you know, one of the areas we're focusing on quite significantly within Hitachi Vantara is just Getting the workforce active on social media get people sharing their experiences of working for the company yeah you know the types of projects they're involved in the experiences that they're having within working for Hitachi vantara using their own perspectives on the industry and their and their working life and sharing that through the through the lens of the brand basically and we're finding that's a really good way to to address yeah. the market
1: using employees as advocates of the
0: front face of the of the brand i suppose yeah exactly i mean obviously you know the brand absolutely obviously still needs to exist and is front Mm -hmm. and center of the organization but it's about also using the workforce to Mm. you know add
1: life to that brand actually i think there was some if i'm citing this correctly so yeah shoot me if it's if it's not right but i think it was hsbc that said that they actually they feel that marketing within hsbc is not the banner that you see online it's The person that you meet it's when you walk into the branch and you meet that person that employee and their positive perception and their reaction and the way they interact with you and the voice that they the story they tell of it of the brand is essentially marketing. Yeah, really.
0: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What's the stat? Something like uh, if you have a bad experience, you're seven times more likely to tell somebody about it than a good one. Right? Yeah,
1: so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> so from a senior director level, yeah, where do you see things going in the future of, of just across the tech world as a whole? So, Yeah, I mean, good question.
0: From, I guess if I had a crystal ball, I'd be a rich mm, man, right? But, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd selling be about, well. I was going to say, I'll be thinking about where to place my bets on those uh, Silicon Valley startups. <laughs> (laughs) So, um, look, I mean, you know, so I've got a four and a half year old and, uh, you know, I often think Mm. about the life that, you know, he's going to lead and and the technology innovations that he's going to be exposed to, right? I mean, he's already four and a half years old, knows how to use an iPad and and so on. Um, You know, autonomous driving is just around the corner, I'm sure, uh, in the mainstream. So, um, you know, I I think we're going to move into a world where, you know, subliminal marketing becomes the norm. You know, you 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 go into a supermarket you behave in a certain way and suddenly you're you know getting offers for for certain things based on where you are in the store or you visit one place and mm. you know they've analyzed the data patterns of people that visit that place and therefore they're sending you something else and mm. you know i think those things are just going to become almost intrinsically mm-hmm. interlinked into into our yeah, our world yeah, yeah. And and you know you won't even maybe even have to engage with a a mobile phone anymore it will just be you know you're yeah. thinking something in your brain and it activates it yeah. basically yeah. so Some um AI you know, yeah AI. absolutely so i think that you know that that's the direction of travel mm-hmm. that we're headed in basically yeah. um and uh yeah hugely exciting i mean let's yeah yeah you know, let's see what the next few years bring but i think one thing we can be certain is you know every two or three years that pace of change
1: is just getting yeah. faster and absolutely. faster yeah so yeah so the only thing you can be certain of is change yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, exciting times we live in. Yeah, definitely. So but from a, from a marketing point of view as well, do you see where do you sort of see things potentially or even sort of like from a business side? Because I think for me, and this is this is just a, you know, a prediction is that I believe mm-hmm. personally that if we were to forward wind, I don't know, I think maybe three to five years from now, there will be no marketing department and there will be no sales department. There'll be a revenue yeah. Function. Yeah. Yeah. So, with similarly to like like Hitachi Ventara appointing yeah. Yeah. a yeah. chief revenue officer, who yeah. Yeah. to govern everything. Yeah. Um We are seeing far seen that amongst many other organisations and tech aid, tech companies as well. Yeah, agree. So, this idea of merging sales and marketing, yeah. understanding they both need each other. Yeah, and I think ABM has been the catalyst yeah. for sales to be able to understand yeah. that marketing aren't just there for events and promotional pens, yeah. but actually a, a are demar- a, a highly clever. Um, insightful function that can actually bring a lot of value to them closing deals and they'll be working against one goal it's all about one goal so yeah, yeah. that's that's from my side I think yeah you I, see the I'd agree with that. that I mean actually
0: interestingly you say uh, revenue I mean so I'm actually now part of revenue marketing Amir so uh, right, we, okay. we've actually there made that go. step change change has happened. yeah uh, within exactly, the business yeah, yeah. obviously we have a chief revenue officer as well so uh, yeah I, I definitely agree with that I think sales and marketing is becoming um, more and more interlinked mm-hmm. uh, I think you know Whatever that function ends up being called in the future, I think customers will engage with that with that function basically um, that function will need to be experts mm-hmm. in the sectors that the customers come from um, because I think without that credibility then you you don 't have a strong story to be able to tell but um, yeah, definitely agree on the convergence between sales and marketing. I think you know mm-hmm. as we move more into an autonomous world yeah it 's less about you know specific people and more about the engagements you have with technology that allow you to either buy something or or learn
1: about something so lastly just to wrap up if you were interviewing me and i'm a 25 year old marketing manager thank you you very much look at this guy yeah (laughs) a flatterer Um, so assuming i didn't have the job yeah you know that'll come at stage what's a a good bit of advice you'd give somebody work hard ask lots of questions
0: and just be innovative and open to ideas i mean have a passion for what you do and constantly ask you know like going back to my four and a half year old son yeah why does why does, that, why does that work that way? Why does that do that? Um, and I think you know if people have the right commitment, energy and, and ask the right questions, they will constantly learn and develop themselves, and you know that will put them in great position for mm-hmm. you know whatever career they want to be in, whether it's marketing or, or any other industry or, or
1: profession basically if anyone wants a job with nick lawrence uh you know <laughs> you know what to touch on and uh, what to bring to the interview yeah i'd just like to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you nick hey thanks for having me it's no been not a problem yeah, at it. all so that was yeah nick lawrence senior film film marketing director at Archie vantara thanks very much nick thank you